Wake up! Wills and Snyder. Here we go! Cleveland's Morning News and the best Browns coverage. Victory Monday, 24-3 win yesterday over the Bengals. Bill Wills, Mike Snyder alongside former NFL quarterback Ricky Stanzi back with us for another year, analyzing quarterback play especially. Ricky, good morning to you, pal. Good morning, fellas. Good to be back. All right, guys. Uh, numbers. Burrow goes 14 for 31. Watson, 16 for 29. Ricky first. What do you think of Deshaun? You know, I thought that he had great poise and great leadership down the stretch, and I think that offense kind of willed their way um, to finding some rhythm late in kind of really the third quarter leading into the fourth where they were able to run away from it. But as you said with the numbers, obviously the weather was playing a role. Um, both quarterbacks looked a little pedestrian at the beginning, but I think that the athleticism that Deshaun has, the ability to make off-schedule plays, kind of allowed him to find success in kind of an ugly offensive game at the start. Ricky, the touchdown run, I guess, though, was something that they had worked on in practice. Uh, that that really set them apart, and I guess that's one thing that he really brings to the table for the Browns, that ability to make those running plays, isn't it? Yeah, I think that Stefanski had a really good game plan. I, I like the way that the, the play structures looked up, uh, looked at, looked like early on. Um, the few shots that they dialed up downfield that didn't get connected, they still looked like they could be there in the future. And then you talk about the QB runs, you know, calling a QB draw down there, going into the half, that was a big play. They needed that momentum. And then they had a QB counter later on that had a good chunk of yardage for them too. So it's a nice piece that they can add to that offense. And it looks like, the play calling is kind of going in the right direction and giving these guys a lot of opportunities. Ricky, on the other side of it, my gosh, what the Browns did to Joe Burrow, I mean, 14 of 31, 82 yards passing. He could not even look downfield at all, it looked like. What were the Browns doing? I mean, they brought the pressure. Did you see them giving him new looks or what? I mean, Burrow just seemed lost out there. Yeah, the defense looked really aggressive. I mean, they were able to get home with four guys, five or six. So I don't think it really mattered. Obviously, that, that front four is, is unbelievable. Um, you know, led by Miles Garrett and just the, the defense just looked different, right? Obviously, we know Jim Schwartz is there and, and, and what he brings to the table. So they looked like they were communicating. They looked like they were all on the same page. Like you said, it just looked like the uh, Bengals couldn't even get a first down, couldn't get anything going. That was obviously the big thing for this game was that the Browns' defense held their own, and they did they did it in a dominant way, and it allowed the offense to kind of settle into the game, which allowed them to play complementary football, which is what we didn't really see last year. You know, maybe the defense had it going and the offense didn't or vice versa, but this was a game where each phase was kind of complementing itself, and they became dominant there down the stretch. Yeah, it really was a great sight to see. And the defense, you know, Ricky, you've played that position of quarterback. That, that, that is the best way to disrupt any good quarterback, right, is to put pressure on him, make him get out of the pocket when he doesn't want to, or make him throw it before he wants to. Absolutely. you got to get him off his spot. you got to hit him. That's the best way to kind of, make a quarterback see ghosts, as we would say, right? They think that there's pressure even when there's not. Um, you could tell that obviously the weather was playing a factor just because Burrow kind of brought a glove into play and then he took it out of there. Obviously there was some stuff going on. The last thing you want to have is, you know, bad weather and dealing with that Browns defense. And the numbers kind of speak for themselves. You know, that that Browns defense can keep this thing going. I mean, they're they're – poised to be in top five in the league for sure that was a golf game last week by the way the one morning we were kind of rescheduling around i think you were teeing it up how's the, how's the <laughs> golf game right? 
That's the it, important it's, stuff. It's, it's okay. okay. Yeah, it, it's decent right now. I haven't got as many rounds as I would like to this season, but it's uh, it's always moving in the right direction, as I would say. You're not alone. The one guy that has played more golf this summer than ever is Mike Snyder. Every other day, <laughs> Snyder tells me, i got to get out of here. I'm playing golf. Today. And he still hasn't played it very Must well. Nice. That's the bottom line, though. <laughs> All right, Ricky, it's great to have you on. Great to have yes, you back Ricky. this season. We look forward to our, our Monday chats, man. Thanks, pal. All right, thanks, guys. See you, buddy. Best Browns coverage, former NFL quarterback Ricky Stanzi. Tomorrow, Terry Pluto's take. Fred Greetham later in the week. Mary Kay Cabot. We got another one a week from tonight, right? Yeah, and Pittsburgh against those Stellars. We'll talk some concerts at 820. Barry Gable, Live Nation. We'll check in with you.